Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. This is a first for the Wellness Guys. We actually, it's a record. <laughs> it's a record interview with Cindy O'Meara. If you listened to our last episode, if you haven't, make sure you go listen to that of part one with Cindy O'Meara. Uh, we're obviously with a, um, Cindy O'Meara who wrote the book, Changing Lives, Ch- Changing Habits, Changing Lives, sorry. And uh, we've been, she opened a huge can of worms in the last minute of our last interview. <laughs> and so we cannot just stop it there. We just had to continue on. So, yeah, uh, mostly because we wanted to know where it's going next. (laughs) (laughs) So, this will be part part three. It might be part three. You're actually going to leave another cliffhanger at the end there. Um, So, this will be part two of this Cindy O'Meara interview. So, Cindy, continue on with where you were heading. I know you have uh, your minds, you know, going off on on a particular path here at the moment. Well, we we were talking about how the body is just so. amazing and it's not black and white and we shouldn't be given iron for iron deficiencies and um, because if we do that we're actually not looking at the root cause of what the problem is so like one of let's talk about um, a very very common test that's done on people usually over the age of 45 and that's um, the test for cholesterol so back in 1995 in Australia the test for cholesterol um, was given and around 4.5% of the population above 45 were put on statin drugs. Now that's just 15, what, 17 years ago. Now the statistics are that 30% of people over the age of 45 are now on statin drugs. So you cannot tell me in 15 years that diet has changed that much because it hasn't, that we have that many people that are that bad with their cholesterol that we have to put them on the statin drugs. So I kind of went, well, what, what happened then? So what happened um, back in 1995 is that they actually changed um, what was a safe reading for cholesterol and what was an unsafe reading for cholesterol. And, of course, they brought that safe reading um, or that unsafe reading down. So instead of it being six point Five as as a good reading, they pulled it down to uh, 4.18 to maybe just under 6 was a, a good reading. So, of course, more and more people came under that loophole and then their doctors yeah. would say, you know, they'd, they'd get a cholesterol reading and the, the doctors would say, oh, my gosh, tomorrow you're going to have a heart attack if you don't go on these drugs <laughs> because, that, you know, That's that true. was their belief. So but we true. Actually know you're, who's but, laughing? But I am, David. It's, it's amazing because I saw this actually happen in practice. And I, you know, I'd get these people coming in and they got, you know, they're overweight, could be 20, 30, 40, 50 kilos overweight. They bring in these pathology reports. And in Australia, we dropped it down to five point something. You're right. But in New Zealand, they've now dropped it down to four. So your normal cholesterol wow. is supposed to be below four. And so almost everyone's going on statin drugs over there, despite the patent running out this year. So it's it's going to be a disaster. Well, and, and the scary thing about that, and I know we've posted some of these uh, articles on our Facebook page before, is that the studies that are now coming out showing uh, the side effects of these drugs, which can be really significant and have some, some pretty huge risk factors, uh, for such a huge percentage of our population to be going on those is pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Well, well let, let's look at the risk factors and then let's look at what the actual numbers mean because they're actually not static. They can actually change 1.8 points if you're looking at the Australian way of looking at things 
in one day, in 24 hours without changing your diet and without um, giving drugs, it will actually change 1.8 up or down. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. Let's just talk about the drugs that they're giving, which are the statin drugs and and the side effects that we now know. We actually definitely know that if you're on statin drugs, your chances of diabetes and dementia um, increases. So what do you want? High cholesterol or do you want dementia or diabetes? That's why I kind of look at it. So make your choice Take your pick. Take your pick. Yeah, take your pick. They also um, have a myopathy, so the muscles start to break down. Um, the myelin sheaths start to break down around the nerve system, vitamin D deficiency because anything that doesn't give you cholesterol will not give you vitamin D and, and we'll talk about um, what, what the link is there. Uh, hormones, you, your estrogen or your um, yeah, estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, um, adrenaline, cortisol, especially yeah. cortisol, which is our stress hormone, can't be produced. So we're finding that people are just not coping with stress. So the, the drugs in themselves are quite scary um, and the, the side effects are a result of not having enough cholesterol in our system and mm. the cholesterol that's most important. So mm. most people believe that um, there's a good and a bad cholesterol. And, I, you know, when I first heard this, I went, how can what the body makes that is a homeostatic me- mechanism be one good and one bad? Yeah. So I, I really started to look into it and understand, well, you know, why is HDL meant to be the good one and LDL the bad one? And what I found was that, you know, HDL takes um, the cholesterol um, from the tissues and puts it into the liver for storage. And it puts it into the liver for storage because it needs it at a later date. So LDL does the exact opposite and takes it into the tissues. And what we're finding is that the longer LDL is um, in the, the blood, the higher the chance that it oxidates. And that's where the problem lays. Not mm. in the LDL, but in the oxidation of the LDL. So what we do know now is that people with low cholesterol levels actually have, um, they, they actually live less. They, you know, like I, I kind of go to people, I go, all right, so what's the reason for taking cholesterol-lowering tablets? And they go, well, to get my cholesterol down. I go, yeah, but what's the next reason? What, what's the ultimate reason? What do, you, what, what do you guys think the ultimate reason for taking cholesterol-lowering tablets is all about? Oh, it's people say to decrease reason. your risk of heart attack. But what's the ultimate reason Stay longer. ultimately live longer be healthier live longer. is what there people we think but yeah. we know that people with lower cholesterol actually live less hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's the stick that's the statistics so what we're now finding is that the high cholesterol is not an indicator for cardiovascular disease it's actually an indicator for several other things one of them is leptin resistance and leptin resistance like um, leptin is the the hormone that's released by fat cells that is the master controller for um, your thyroid, for your um, hormones. It's about fertility. It's, it's like this thing that's released by the fat cells to say, hey, I've got lots of fat in here. I can have a baby because I'm not in starvation mode, you know, during the hunter-gatherer days. So um, a lot of people are leptin-resistant, which causes insulin resistance, which causes thyroid problems and, and so on. So 
high cholesterol is a really good indicator of leptin resistance and, and I have a program to help people get their sensitivity back on that. The second thing is that there's thyroid problems. So you should have your thyroid checked long before you have your cholesterol. If you get high cholesterol, have your thyroid checked long before you even think about taking statins or cholesterol-lowering drugs. The other thing is that the LDL receptors may not be working um, because of your thyroid problem. So you've got to check your LDL receptors and that's all about how long does the LDL, which is the you know, low-density lipid um, which is carrying the cholesterol and the triglycerides, how long is that staying in the system for? And if it stays in the system too long, as we said before, it oxidizes um, and that's where the problem lays. So it could be your LDL receptors. It could be because you have, as they call it, a genetic mutation um, called familiar hypercholesteremia. Um, which basically says your LDL receptors aren't working um, mm. and cholesterol stays in the blood longer. But I do know with a paleo diet, we actually can get cholesterol right down on that one. Um, we don't need to be taking medications. That's Another true. reason could be an iron, iron and copper deficiency. Yep. Uh, and there's a lot of people with iron deficiencies and um, um, ferritin deficiencies at the moment. Can we just uh, consider that for a second there while you're there, Cindy, because you, you said before, if you've got an iron deficiency, don't supplement with iron. If you've got a vitamin E deficiency, don't supplement with vitamin D. But can I just preface it by saying, unless you find out what the cause is, and you have to, you've got to look at, you know, why would you be low in iron in the first place? If you're eating a, a proper diet, you're eating good amounts of good quality protein, good amounts of uh, fruits and vegetables and salads, and you're doing good amounts of good fats, then there should be no reason why you would be in nutrients and so if you are then you need to consider what else are you eating that could be blocking the absorption so considering a malabsorption profile will be one of the things that you should consider you know whether it's a gluten one whether it's a fructose uh, something um, but consider why you're malabsorbing these particular nutrients before you just go and supplement um, the other thing to consider also too is that you know if you're losing iron but you haven't got a malabsorption issue then maybe you just got a sensitivity which is what uh, Cindy touched on before, it could be a gluten sensitivity, not necessarily a gluten allergy. So, you know, when you go and get your blood test done, which your doctors like you to do in order to prove that you've got something or not prove that you haven't got something, um, you might actually miss that you've got a sensitivity because you're trying to find an allergy. And, uh, and so just you speak to somebody, speak to your professional, speak to your healthcare professional about that sort of thing. You can get, you know, Cindy's books and she'll talk to you all about those sorts of things. Look at all the things that the wellness guys are talking about because this, this is what we're saying. You've got to fix up your diet, fix up your lifestyle before you go and start supplementing because otherwise you're, you're, you're trying to plug holes in a leaky bucket. You know, that's right. Um, that's what it is. You're just plugging holes into a leaky bucket and you've also got to look at the quality of your supplementation and it yeah, should all yeah. be plant-based or animal-based. It should not be based from a chemical laboratory. That's and it. a lot of our supplements today um, are what somebody has thought, well, we'll just throw those together and they say they've got the scientific proof behind it. But when they throw them all together and then they bind them and when you look at the binding and even the gel caps, um, yeah. But the, what the what the additives and the and the ingredients are of these things, you start to question whether, you know, you should even be taking it. So I'm I'm very food based. Like everything I I do is is all about. Let's look at your diet. Um, and, but you know, there are people that are in such a bad state um, that only looking at their diet may take years to heal them, and we may need to supplement because it's like 
driving from here to Brisbane, it's a like I'm sorry, I'm up on, on the Sunshine Coast. So it's like driving from here to Brisbane. If we go straight and we're, you know, we're zooming along and we're doing well, it's only going to take us an hour to get there and we've only used so much petrol. But let's say we've, we're driving to Brisbane and we've got to take all these detours because this is pro- a problem and then the car breaks down and then this happens and I have to add more petrol and I need more oil and I need more fuel. You have to give the body these and that's when we use concentrated foods or superfoods even um, to help people uh, and this is when you know um, testing is 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 an important thing to do when we can't quite get it uh, right it, it's it so, you know, so like the, people have lost their way and we, we've got to get them back on track yeah, yeah. back on course so Cindy look you've, you've gone into huge detail of information there and it's just fantastic like I've been writing notes feverishly here about all the stuff you've been saying which is just great but I think what we should try and do here is bring it back to um, you know what people can do now to make changes because I think that's one of the things that you're fantastic at um, so yeah. what I'd love you to talk about now is first of all um, you know how people can go about making changes successfully because I think there'll be many people listening out there who think look I've you know I've tried to change some of these things before and perhaps not succeeded as well as I would like to um, and secondly, you know, what are the first steps for people out there? What are the what are the first most simple things they should be looking at to take those first steps towards getting themselves a bit healthier um, and perhaps you know getting in in control of some of these underlying conditions without necessarily having to go down the you know the the crisis care medication route? You know, where should they start? Well, um, for me, I I send everybody to a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't even pay for that one. Very receptive crowd here for that one. Yeah. Guys, I want to get their structure right. I want to make sure that their, their structural body is working right because that will affect their chemical body as well, and that will, you know, affect their digestion and it affects everything. So, number one, I want to make sure that they are getting good care. Number two, then. Um, they will begin to probably start to move a little bit better because they're feeling better. So we start to have some movement happening and a bit of stretching and a bit of walking. And in amongst all of that, we start to educate on food. And and that's what Changing Habits, Changing Lives is all about. It's about um, just getting people to, to become... Um, more aware of what they're eating instead of blatantly believing marketing and advertising I want to make them aware so I say read chapter one and chapter one is all about breakfast cereals and it it tells you about the fortification of breakfast cereals and the ingredients in it and what it does to your body and and how it's just been um, marketed so well that people actually believe that they're going to become an Ironman if they eat that stuff (laughs) and when when and I go through the history of you know, where Kellogg's um, started because that's where it all started. And and people actually go, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. So, you know, I start with breakfast and I say let's at least get a better breakfast. But with breakfast we also have milk. So we talk about, well, what happens to our milk? What is homogenization? What is when they add calcium? What kind of calcium do they add? Do they add dolomite, which is a rock? And do you really think that the rock is going to do you any good? Or, um, you know... Taking the fat out, is that a good thing or a bad thing? So I discuss the milk. Then it'd be the toast. You know, what are the ingredients of your bread that you're eating? Has it got 15 ingredients or as the French only do five? And it can't be called bread if it's got more than five ingredients. And then is it butter or margarine? So breakfast alone becomes this minefield for people. 
But you educate if they get educated, they can start to make choices based on information rather than propaganda. Yeah. Um, and that's where I get people to start is their breakfast. And I try to make it really easy. Um, I have a program that just helps them, you know, slowly get into the changes that they need to do. Because after all, let's say they're 40. It's taken them 40 years to create habits um, the way they are. Sometimes unless you're in a crisis situation, it's really hard to change those habits. So let's do them one by one. Let's make them a part of your life and then we move to the next one. And some of them might be as easy as this. That white sacks of salt that you may have sitting in your cupboard that's got bleaches and anti-caking agents and, and potassium iodate in it, which is actually, when it comes into the, in Australia, it it's actually comes with a warning, do not eat. Oh, so, you know, I say, <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable. I go, all right, let's get rid of that salt and let's get some really good quality salt that has got 75 minerals in it. And I, and I actually have some on my website um, where I've actually put seaweed back into the salt to increase the iodine and iron content of it. And oh. basically, it's like eating this amazing mineral supplement, but it comes from nature. So, you know, that would be number one. What about the type of sugar you're eating? Is it white sugar, brown sugar, raw sugar, or have you considered rapidura sugar? So I go through that whole thing and um, we have rapidura sugar. What about the protein powder that you're using? Does it have 55 ingredients including four flavors which have 48 chemicals? So if we multiplied that, we might come up with well over 100 or more, you know, or 200 ingredients that are actually causing inflammation in the body. So let's look at a better quality protein. And I tell you, I've searched the world for this, um, and I actually found a nut called the Inky Inchi, and it's 64% protein. So all I do is grind that, put it in a package, and, you know, there's no colors, additives, preservatives, flavorings. It is a, it's just the most amazing um, nut. Uh, and so this is what we do. We go through every food that they're possibly eating and say, you don't have to stop eating that food. Let's just buy a better quality. So it's the same, like Damien, it's like your breakfast cereals. Let's get rid of all those breakfast cereals that are on the supermarket shelf and start eating, you know, your type of breakfast cereal. Let's not have the milk that's been pasteurized, homogenized, skim trim, ref shaped, done everything to it. So <laughs> better quality milk. What about the yogurt that you're having? Is that a yogurt that's just full of additives, preserving flavorings, actually more additives than a luxury car, or can you buy a better quality yogurt? So... You know, this is the way we do it. We do it step by step, and it's not about depriving. It's actually about it's just scary. finding a replacement, but a better quality replacement. So my whole thing is don't worry about how much you're eating. Let's just look at the quality, and then the body will tell you how much is good for you or not good for you. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah, a great absolutely. way. To starting breakfast is one of the most important things. We talk about that all the time, you know, like having a great meal to start off the day sets the day that sets the tone of the day and sets what you eat for lunch and for dinner and i think you know you hit it around the nail there it's just when you want to change habits you got to start with breakfast i mean that's although what you just said might have just eliminate 80 percent of what most people <laughs> eat or they should you know obviously people do eat those type of things unfortunately and uh but you gave some great suge suggestions and some alternatives for them to replace um their normal what their you know quote unquote normal breakfast so that's great yeah look that's what we're trying to do lawrence is it we're trying to, um, at Changing Habits, um, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you talk about these foods, Cindy, but we can't get them. And that's what we started doing about nearly two years ago now is finding these foods, making them available to the Australian and New Zealand public because we have a, 
Um, we also have the foods in New Zealand in a warehouse, so people can order online and they will get it. But it's it's about making these foods available instead of people having to go hunt for them. So I've just been in Bali, and um, I went to the the nice. um, a chocolate factory there, who makes chocolate from organic cacao, um, and you know we will be importing. This. So it's not about deprivation. You can still have these foods, but it's about getting the best quality. So most chocolates are made up of anything but real cacao beans, um, whereas what we'll be doing is um, actually getting the ingredients so that the chocolate that you do make and that's it, very easy to make or that we make up are made with organic ingredients that are high in antioxidants and nutrition and you know, it's not a it's not a junk food. It actually becomes a superfood. Yeah, we actually stock raw cacao beans or organic yeah organic raw cacao beans in my practice, Cindy, and uh, and we teach people how to um, create beautiful desserts. You know, using coconut oil and chia seeds and you know raw cacao and all these sorts of things all mixed in together. It's just just beautiful. Love it. Mm. Uh, look, people think chocolates, you know, are not a good food for them. But it's only because what they've done to our chocolate that makes it bad. Um, when, when you do what you're talking about, Damien, because that's how I make, I make my own chocolate. I have a mould and everything. And I, mm. I actually am using the cacao bean. I don't mm. separate it from the powder and the, and the cacao butter. I actually use the bean, coconut nice. oil, and I actually use the coconut nectar. Oh, nice. my gosh. It, nice. People taste my chocolates and you can see them just going, this is heaven. <laughs> yeah. So nice. That's just so nice. I actually, I refer to chocolate as being good for you provided it, st it stays as close to natural as possible. So, yes. you know, people often, the, I say the darker it is, the smarter it is because it tells your body to stop eating it. Um, and the, yes. the wider it is, the dumber it is. Is because it's further away from being chocolate, the wider it is. So that's the way I, I talk about it. I, I love what you've just said. It's good. Yeah, that's great. I like that. I do like that way. That that's perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh! I tell you what, on my mind's my mind. I've got smoke coming out of my ears right now. My eyes are, are watering from laughter because it's been such an entertaining uh, conversation. Because I can just see people listening to this going, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe it! Oh my god!" You know, there's just so many things that you've raised today uh, to, in this in these last two calls that I reckon is just going to blow people's brains away, and which in a good way, of course, because I think people are going to be challenged now to because you can't unlearn stuff, so they're going to be challenged to go and make some changes, and hopefully they'll they'll go to your website. You know, changinghabits.com.au to actually, you know, get some more information about this. Um, I came across a word today which I didn't know, Cindy. You might, obviously, there's lots of different sweeteners, you know, that fly around, and there, there's, you know, we hear of sucralose and saccharin and all these sorts of things, which we know are really bad. But I've never heard of phenylalkylene. Have you heard of that before? Phenylalkylene. Yeah. No, haven't heard that one. That's a new one. Look, they're always trying to come up with a new sweetener. Um, mm. There's actually um, a company, I don't know if it's in England or America, that is is figured out how to stimulate the sweet um, part taste bud in the tongue without using sugar. Wow. Whoa. And, <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. So... What that what thing? that does to us because that has to be affecting our nervous system. Yeah, you know, I I just I don't know how they're doing it, but I've been on their website because you know they're so proud of themselves, 
and they're so Trinkers. and all the companies like Nestle and Mars and um, all the big you know sweet companies are hanging out for this to come out um, to is have something this different to. Is it different to erythritol? You know, because everyone's you know, jumped on this erythritol bandwagon, and I'm sure that that's going to come up with some bad news. Have you heard any bad news about that yet? Because I, I haven't yet, but I'm hanging to. You know what? I don't trust anything that comes out of a laboratory. Um, I trust Mother Nature. So yeah, um, I'm Agreed. not prepared to be part of the human experiment that is now happening with all these new foods, additives, preservatives, flavorings, sweet notes, salt notes, fat notes. I, I'm just not <laughs> prepared to be part of it. So yeah. I, I, don't, I don't participate in the experiment. Anybody else can. They're welcome to if they, if they understand the ramifications of it. But as far as I'm concerned, unless it's been in my food supply for the last 22,000, 30,000 years, I'm just not going to do it. Mm, good. Just, Absolutely. Nice. Good advice. And it is a big experiment, isn't it? It's exactly what it is. We just don't know what it's going to do to us and where it's going to go. And often by the time we find out, it's just far too late. Well, mm. you look at trans fats, Brett. You know... That has been, that since 1978, Mary Anig, Dr. Mary Anig, who's an absolute lipid specialist, has been warning the American public that it causes heart disease, insulin resistance, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, since 1978. Wow. It took till 2007 for the Heart Foundation to say to the margarine manufacturers, we think you better change the formulation of margarine and take trans fats out. Yeah. You know, so Mary and Ned knew back in 1978, but nobody was listening to her. So, you know, I try and seek out people like Mary and Nick, and these are the people I listen to all the time, read all the time, like T.S. Wiley at the moment is blowing my mind on hormones. She, her book is called Lights Out, and it's all about the vitamin D and the darkness and the lightness and how important the darkness is more important to vitamin D than the daylight. Like you think about it, people watch television, the, the light's going into their eyes, they play um, computer games, they play, they, they sit on Facebook, they sit on all these things and she's saying that this is a real problem for our vitamin D and our hormones and, our, and so many other things. So these are the people I seek out that are on the fringe but are absolute experts and they're the ones I'm learning from. Uh, look, you know what, what's amazing, and I, I wanted to um, bring this up, is that I find people fight tooth, tooth and nail for their beliefs. Yeah. And, like, I put a, um, a baby formula um, and baby um, a breastfeeding report out. It's 38 pages. I've been researching it for six months. I had a master's um, in nutrition researcher do, do a lot of the research for me. Um, it took me a long time to write and I, I put it up on Facebook and I said, guys, I'm finally finished. I know you've been asking me for it, but I've finally finished. And about the fourth comment down was this woman who um, put in explanation marks, rolling eyes, and then her next comment was, oh, now all the, you know, breastfeeding mums out there are going to tell us how good they are about what they've done. And I just, I just saw yeah. this comment and I went, you know, people really do fight tooth and nail for their beliefs. They really do. Even if they're, they're completely wrong, Absolutely. they will do this. And sometimes we have to keep reading and educating and realize that not every um, scientific article is correct and, yep. and that we need to um, really, really go looking 
um, and make it our own decision on a philosophy. You know, like for me, a philosophy is one of the most important things to have. And a philosophy is the love of wisdom. And it's about understanding what is it that you, uh, what's your purpose? What's your philosophy about the food that you eat? Is it ethical? Is it, um, is it you only eat real foods? Is it based on science? Is it based on nature? Is it based on anthropology? So find a philosophy and no matter what you see, um, you, you kind of can't be swayed unless somebody comes up with some really good information that helps you on that journey. So with anything that I've said, you know, don't take me for gospel. Go out and research it. Go out and see if there's more people talking about it and and start to educate yourself because propaganda and marketing and advertising is merely there to sell you a product, not to tell you the truth. And you need to be a seeker of truth or a lover of wisdom yeah. in order to get the right answers. Well, and this is that's why we have people like you to come on this show to kind of debunk some myths, but also to really educate the people. And this is what the Wellness Guys is all about. It's about to educate the you know the public, you guys, the listeners, and to help teach other people like your family members and friends about health and and uh, about you know healthy eating, healthy exercising, and healthy thinking. Because you know. God knows what this world needs us, um, need you guys to tell the people about health and wellness because I think it's a, such an important part because if we don't, uh, we're in trouble. We're in big trouble mm-hmm. as, as, as a race. But, um, you know, if to get more information on Cindy's um, website is actually, again, it's changinghabits.com.au. We'll put the link on our um, episode page and on Facebook as well. But uh, Cindy has um, generously going to be donating a one of her programs it's called healthy living program and what we're going to do is going to basically going to get you the listeners to post a comment on facebook or underneath this particular episode wherever depending on where you um are listening and uh you want us to tell us what you learned and how you can implement your life and tell us what you think about this particular episode and tell us you know tell us what you think about cindy o'mara and so what she's going to do the help only if it's not (laughs) i was just going to say my gosh you're really throwing it out there lawrence oh i don't know if there's anything bad we can say (laughs) about you it'll be love it'll be love it'll be all love love. of course they were this guy's fans of course it'll be love exactly Um, the, the, um, Cindy, you, you generously donated your healthy living program, which is, uh, worth $197. And, uh, basically it's a step-by-step program. It's a, it's a year long program. It's 52 weeks of healthful, healthful and, uh, videos, I think, um, yeah. recorded by you. And it's uh, 52 weeks of audio and, uh, also resources and access to her book and email support wow. and also another free 12 month membership to her healthy living club. So it's a huge prize. So thank you, Cindy, for donating that to our fans and uh so get on there guys get on the facebook like us while you're there if you haven't liked us and uh, make sure you leave a comment below this particular episode cindy fantastic that's uh this is the first timer for the uh, um you know for, for the wellness guys having two episodes back-to-back. <laughs> on back to back part one part two so thank you very much for all the inside information we might have to come back for a third later on <laughs> later on sometime <laughs> thanks cindy I look forward to it. Thank you. And I've really been enjoying your show. It's um, good on you for getting out there because it's not an easy thing to get together. So well done, you guys. Yeah, especially when it comes from three different states. (laughs) Four tonight, four tonight. Yeah, four states. That's right. Oh, across the country. So another great episode, guys. And uh, 
Of course, always join us each week on thewellnessguys.com. Leave your comments below this episode to win Cindy's prize. It's uh, the Healthy Living Program that's worth $197. Like, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, sign up for a notice of each episode, and make sure you download us and subscribe to us on iTunes. Until next week, beginning creating, begin creating wellness into your lives. Lead by example, and let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Guy Show.